0: Welcome to Talk the Talk. I'm Buzz Eisenberg. And I'm Bill Newman. Bill Newman, we have with us an Emmy Award
1: winner right here in the studio. Isn't that exciting? (laughs) foreign based Emmy Award-winning filmmaker, Larry Hott. I walk among you. You do. (laughs) 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 It's kind of a religious experience in its own way. Uh, But we are thrilled, actually, to continue conversations with Larry Hott because we have major awards coming up, and Larry is a member of the Motion Picture The man. Academy uh, motion, motion Picture, motion picture uh, Arts and Sciences. Science ampis Yes. No. <laughs>
2: it, it sounds like a That's, disease. It's,
1: it's, I was going to say, I it's tested get, for ampis this morning. It, it, I'm, I'm just fine. <laughs> it's getting very
2: close to things that the FCC won't let us say. But okay. <laughs> Very right hot. Do, do you want to hear about the documentary short films that have been nominated? Last week we spoke about the long form, which is more than 40 minutes. Um, and now we have the short forms for today, the short form documentary Which you get to vote on. I do. I get to vote on everything. I, I'm, a, <laughs> I'm a really important person. <laughs> there are hundreds of films. I don't know why I waste all my time doing this, uh, <laughs> but <laughs> at least so I have something to talk about on this show. They five films that have been nominated for a documentary. The five short, films that five, have been nominated for, for short form. For short form documentary are, are in alphabetical order. Yes. And this is a good, good film to start off in alphabetical order because it's the ABCs of bookmanning. Oh. Ooh, yes. A serious subject. Yes. The Barber of Little Rock, Island in Between, The Last Repair Shop, and Nai Nai and Waipo. Let me just tell you what these, what these films are. Yeah, Please. Uh, Well, the ABCs of book banning is pretty self-explanatory. It's a film about book banning, and we'll get into that. We're going to have a clip, and I'm going to talk about it in a little bit. The Barber of Little Rock, a little more interesting film, is Little Rock, Arkansas, and it's about a man who runs a barber school, but also provides loans to the community in an attempt to, let's see, uh, what's the right phrase, change the equation of income inequality, in a city that's had a long history of racial discrimination. And this
1: is loans to uh, take it to uh, African-Americans? Yes, mostly African-Americans,
2: and it's a barbershop. Which which is a central place in the community. Exactly, exactly. Um, So that's the second film of the five that are nominated. The Island in Between, which is about Taiwan, uh, and a small island off Taiwan between Taiwan and China, and a man's uh, family and friends who go there. There's an island in between Taiwan and China. Yes, yes. Talk about feeling a little nervous about Uh, your location. Yes, and that's what the the film is about. Uh, The Last Repair Shop, which is uh, about (laughs) a literal last repair shop for instruments in Los Angeles. It is the only school district in the United States that still provides free instruments to their students. And this is about the repair shop that makes those instruments work and available to the students. And the final of the five films is Nai Nai and Waipo, which is a film about two Chinese grandmothers, both sides of a family, but live together. And that's it. That's the film, two Chinese grandmothers that live together. These are the top five films. And just like with the documentary Long Forms, I did not agree with any of these, except for one. ABC's A Book banding is on my list, but none of the other ones are on my list. I'll read you my list because I know okay. you're interested. Okay, and here the list of the nominations not made for the these uh, so are the top short form hot nominations. Okay. These are the films I thought should have been nominated. Okay, deciding vote, which we reviewed on this film, which is about a man in New York in the 1970s who gave the deciding vote, making abortion legal in New York State. Uh, Between Earth and Sky, which is about a, a woman who is a arborist, a, a tree researcher. Um, and the great lengths that she goes, literal lengths that she goes climbing these giant trees to talk about uh, the canopy and the epiphytes and things like that. It's a wonderful The, ep- the epi-what? Epiphytes. Epiphytes are plants that uh, live in the air. I think that's probably the easiest way to talk about them. If you've ever been to Costa Rica, you know this is where, where a lot of them are. And this is actually where some of this film takes place. She's a, a pioneering arborist scientist. Where,
0: where was she when Northampton needed her?
2: Oh, that's another... Somebody should have made that film about the Northampton cherry trees.
0: Not too late, Larry I
2: I cannot tell a lie. I cut down all the cherry trees in Northampton. (laughs) 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 The ABCs of Book is the film that I agreed with It should be on this list. Uh, How We Get Free... Uh, Actually, I cannot remember what this film was about, but I think it has something to do with freedom. And the last song from Kabul, which, interestingly enough, is very much like The Last Repair Shop. Uh, It is about a music school in Kabul and having to close the school in the face of the Taliban and move the entire school out of the country and the students get spread around all over Europe. That's a really wonderful and... And sad and moving film but those are not the films except for ABC's book banning okay so nominated. do you want to tell us about your list or you want to talk no, about I, the f- I think we should talk about the films that actually got nominated seeing is uh, I am just one of four or five hundred people who voted on these and they voted me out so I will talk about the films that actually got nominated well I want to ask you the same question
0: yeah. we asked you about the long-form ones yeah. because there too uh, the finalists were not the ones that you would have chosen mm-hmm. So what, what do you think, how do you account for the difference between your criteria for choice yes. of the top five and uh, the rest of the Academy? Well, what I
2: was surprised by last time was that the politics uh, did not prevail, uh, at least in terms of Hollywood's interest, promoting Hollywood. Uh, here in the short form, it's a little different. Usually the short form documentaries are sponsored films, sometimes secretly sponsored films. You can't Sponsored, you mean somebody paid for the film Somebody paid for the paid film, to for, the film to, for a purpose, like an advertisement, usually for a foundation. Uh, In this case, I'm not really sure there are any foundations behind these things. Uh, A lot of times there are phony documentaries, fake documentaries. Somebody will sponsor and say, I want this to look like a documentary, but really we have a point of view. We want to promote our foundation. In fact, the second film I ever made was a film like that for the Nature Conservancy. And it got nominated for an Academy Award in the short form. And it was promoting the Nature Conservancy's point of view, which is habitat preservation. But they said, we absolutely want this to look like a real documentary. And they also said to us, and we expected to get nominated for an Academy Award. Oh, and and we, said, we said to them, well, of course, of course it will. And then it did. And we were ourselves uh, very shocked, but it made us look good. But, okay, but it's not an ad for the foundation.
1: It is a oh no, it film, is it, is a it, film
2: it, about a specific point. No, of, it is a hidden ad for the foundation, okay. and a lot of them are. And they say, look, we want to get this out. A famous one is called Smile Pinky, which is about the the foundation that uh, uh, provides money for cleft palate surgery, particularly in India, and they follow, uh, follow a girl named Pinky. And they go through the whole process of raising the money and having, uh, you know, returning her smile to her face and to her family. And that all is is, uh, sponsored by the Smile Foundation, right? Uh, And it won an Academy Award. There's nothing illegal about this. Uh, But I think it's something that people don't really wear. It's part of a media literacy is to understand where the money came from, how the things happened. Was it a filmmaker who decided, this is an interesting story, I'm going to approach it honestly and openly and see what I can find, versus here's the money, we want you to tell the story this way. Uh, So when I read up on, for example, The Barber of Little Rock about this Man who started a barber college and but also gives loans to the community. I found that this was made by filmmakers who were looking for a story about this, about income inequality, and they came on this story. So that's really an honest in quotes film. It was not a foundation that said let's do this. I don't know whether these other ones are. I suspect that they're not. The ABCs of book banding, which I read up on, it comes uh, from Sheila Nevins, who was the longtime director. Of the HBO documentary program, a very successful, smart woman, and she pulled this film together. Um, so, I th- if we have a clip uh, from the ABCs of book banning, Uh the most of the trailer for this is silent, but there is an interview with a child, and I hope they have have that. Yeah, because playing up. the silent part on radio, it doesn't is, work is, as well. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. So, limited audience hear. for that. I figured that out. I, <laughs> I understand the medium we're working with. Let's hear. Uh, a couple of uh, seconds from an interview with a child in this film.
1: ...award-winning producer, that's Sheila Nevin. She's a badass who knows her stuff. It features interviews with children and authors and looks at how book bans affect everybody. Here's what an eight-year-old named Ridley had to say.
0: Everyone deserves to have these beautiful books to read. To learn, etc. Like, they teach them about culture, um, what they can be, what, if they want to be what they want to be, they should be able to be what they want to be. But they can't be without knowing what it means.
2: I love when he says, et cetera. Yes, <laughs> it's otherwise articulate, but et cetera just fills in. So the film opens w- in a school board hearing with a 100-year-old woman getting up and saying that her husband died in World War II fighting the fascists who were book burners, and she'd be damned that she was going to allow ban- book burning to happen in her community. It's a pretty emotional op- opening. And then it's fairly traditional in its form. We go back and forth from the teachers talking about why they want these books in the schools to these eight, nine, 10 year olds talking about what they like about the books, why they found the books inspiring and why they don't want them to be banned. It's a short film, it's a predictable film, but it's about a topic that people particularly from center-left really care about because book banning is evidence of oppression, rising authoritarianism and fascism, which is driving, motivating a lot of people to vote. Uh, that and the abortion issue, I think, are things that we do win. Progressive do win the election will be one of the reasons. Is this scene, the opening scene in the ABC's of Book Banning, is it reminiscent of Field of Dreams scene? Where the, <laughs> Well, not lots of films, including Titanic, start with the very old people reminiscing about something that happened. Yes, it is. It's a tried and true form. Uh, although this is not a dramatic film, this is a real film with a with a real person, with uh, a real hundred year old and a real eight year old. Right, right. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So they are separated by by merely ninety two years. Uh, they. Uh, they do a good job in this film, uh, and it is the one that I also agreed with, sh- with should be nominated. Uh, how are we, do you want to move on to the next segment, or do you want to take a break, or want to talk about another? I, film? Let's do we... another film. Okay, let's
0: do one more, and then we'll take, then okay. we'll go.
2: Okay, the uh, last repair shop, which was uh, not on my list for the best film, but uh, it was uh, one or two points away. Um, is an emotional film that I actually know quite a bit about because I did a film called the Sci Tech Band prior to Springfield, about the music program at a otherwise failing school in Springfield. Which we should tell you, we've been referencing on this show quite a bit
1: recently because when we talk about arts in the schools, we talk about the Sci Tech Band and how the Sci Tech Band, that is the band at the Sci Tech High Science and Technology High School in Springfield, brings kids to school. Keeps them in schools, allows them to graduate. It is the core of their being and their educational experience. And it's a brilliant film. I've I just i I've recommended it time and time and time again. And I still do. And it's still, of course, available Sci Tech Band, Pride of Springfield.
2: Right. It's, and it's uh, on YouTube and it's still being used in the schools. Um, so I was paying attention to The Last Repair Shop, which is literal about the last repair shop in Los Angeles and in the country for repairing. Uh, free instruments for the school system. I, it was hard for me to believe that's the only school system in the country. In Springfield, for example, you they have to raise money to buy and repair uh, instruments for the kids. But they use this film as a metaphor for fixing broken things. The fixing broken things are the broken students, the broken system, the broken parents. Uh, the, the people who are fixing these instruments tell their stories of the tragedies that have happened to them, their lost family, their lost parents, their lost lovers. And when they're working on an instrument, they caress them. You can see the love of it. And it's interviews with them while they're repairing the instruments, which is always a good thing for film because when people are doing something with their hands, that they open up more. Uh, It's a great technique. It's something I teach in films. If you have an opportunity to interview somebody while they're doing something, they will forget a little bit about being interviewed and they'll just start talking. And this film is all that. And it goes back and forth from the people who are doing the repairs, who are themselves all musicians, to the children that they're nurturing. And the children all say, I I would not be who I am. I would not be a happy child. I would not be in school even if I did not have these instruments. Um, The thing that I think that is most powerful about this is that they interview the children and the repair people all in the same golden light. They equalize them so that the children are just as important. In fact, I would say there are three elements to the film. It's the children, the instruments, and the people who are doing the repairs. And they're all at the same level. They're all given the same weight. Uh, and it's a beautiful film, and of course- Would, it,
0: uh, would a non-filmmaker note the same thing that you notice?
2: I don't I don't know if they would or not. Uh, this is something I felt that the film was was even all the way through. Uh, it didn't have any faults in it, it didn't have any dull moments in it. Um, it's a very, it's obviously pulling your heart strings, if it's not too obvious a pun there, on uh, the stringed instruments, but it is um, a sweet, warm film that gets across a very easy point to understand that music and the arts are important to the education in a country and that we're losing that.
0: Sounds like a film that my heartstrings desire. We're speaking with Larry Hott. We're talking about the short-form documentary finalist for the Oscars. We'll be right back. It was pretty bright upon the rainbow bridge tonight. I could see into your window,
2: although you're far.
1: you were listening to Talk the Talk with Bill. You're listening to Talk the Talk with Bill Newman and Buzz Eisenberg, WHMP.
0: And we are back with filmmaker Larry Hot, we're discussing the documentary short forms that uh, the five nominees by the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences and the five that Larry Hot
2: uh, endorsed. We were talking about The Last Repair Shop. Yeah, we haven't heard a clip of it. So let's let's hear a clip of The Last Repair Shop.
0: I
1: love the violin. I think a lot of people see a broken thing and they just think it's broken. It could be anything. Maybe it's public schools or maybe it's the United States or any other part of the world. Maybe it's just a $20 fiddle and out to swap me. But well, when we see a broken thing, we think, oh, with a little something here and a little something there, we can fix the part that's broken and make things whole again.
0: It's difficult.
2: You can actually hear the obvious metaphor there. <laughs> He's actually spelling it out for you. Um, what you don't see is how these children are caressing these instruments, and when the repair people are working on them, they're also caressing them. Uh, they are baptizing them. They're putting them in in water and curing them, like I said, same as curing their own souls. So it's a very it's a very powerful, f- emotional film and easy easy to understand, uh, and also something I think that families could share with their children. This is not something that you would have to worry about uh, showing your children. Uh, the other film that uh, is on the list that we want to talk about. So are you I recommending think, it? I'm recommending it. Yes, I mean just because it, it wasn't the top, it wasn't the top fifteen, uh, and it was in my original list. So yeah, I, I didn't give it a, say it should have been a nominated nominated, but it's such an arbitrary thing, it's subjective. It is a, definitely a very good film and worth watching. And how long is it? Short form? Oh, I think. Give the, or take? The for, for, the Short form is 39 minutes or less. I think this film is a half an hour film. Uh, the, Available on. Various Um, platforms. Actually, all these films are available online. Some on uh, on YouTube. Some on the New Yorker channel. New Yorker did sponsor some of these films. The New York Times and New Yorker are now competing for Academy Award nominations. (laughs) Uh, They see. I don't know what value they see that. Why they feel they have to promote themselves with documentary films. But thank you for the money. It's nice that they do that. Uh, One more film before we. Yes, the barber of Little Rock, and it's no accident that Little Rock, Arkansas, was chosen as location. The filmmakers talked about how they wanted to do a film about income inequality. Little Rock, Arkansas, as you know, is a site of uh, many civil rights battles, school battles. Uh, It's a pretty famous place. There's a lot of footage in the film of those battles. And there is a man named Washington who is a barber, And the school that he's set up uh, next to a a trailer, like a container, uh, in this parking lot is a very successful barbershop and barber school. And he has the idea that he could set up a bank to give loans to people in the community because of the redlining and other depredations that took place the people of Little Rock, particularly the African-American community, do not have the wealth that the white community has. As if you know anything about the reparations movement, you know that it has to do really with the inability of African-Americans after the Civil War to establish, to to have enough wealth uh, to pass it on to the next generation. So he wants to do something about it. So if we hear a clip from the... Barber of Little Rock will get a sense of what this film is. and We just have a couple of minutes. When you can't put gas in your car, when you can't buy food, you can't pay your light bill, or you can't pay your rent. Life is going on. Life is happening. You know, trying to put a Band-Aid and stop the bleeding on the effects of generational poverty. Investments and resources that are meant to get to these communities haven't gotten to it. Yeah. So this takes place in a neighborhood that has been completely redlined, and so this is something, if you're wondering about what to do about uh, solving income inequality, this film gives you one answer. It's called The Barber of Little Rock.
0: Okay, last words for, you know, uh, I'm so excited about uh, the Oscars this year, and particularly paying attention to the documentaries that are Being offered thanks. Well, the short
2: short forms are very different from the long forms, and uh, they don't get as much attention. But they're actually the ones that get used more because they are bite-sized. They're ready for the classroom. Uh, So I pay attention to them. Also, I've made a lot of short-form documentaries. Uh, They're a lot of fun. They're they're harder in some ways because you have to be much tighter. So if you you know, beginning filmmakers usually start with a shorter form, and a lot of these also are frequently first-time filmmakers. So this is a good. Uh, section of the Academy Awards to pay attention to.
0: Well, I just I just want to go back really quickly. What are the criteria you use to say this is a good short form versus one that you're not as enthused about?
2: I, I think it has to have value. It has to get across an idea and tell a story very quickly. It has to be tight and well shot, well scripted, uh, and it has to have a good musical score all in one. It's like a long form commercial, and it's, this, it is one of the most difficult forms in filmmaking.
1: And again, the one that you recommended, that you thought was the top five, was the ABCs of the book banning? The ABCs
2: of book banning. If you're going to choose one of the short films to watch, I would say the ABCs of book banning. It's also the, probably the one that's most important politically right now.
1: We have been speaking with Larry Hot. This is Cool Films with Larry Hot. And when we come back, we'll be speaking with Michael Clare, defense correspondent for The Nation magazine, professor emeritus of peace and world security studies. We'll be talking about Ukraine and Hamas and Israel. We'll be right back. This is Talk the Talk with Bill Newman and Buzz Eisenberg.